Triple headers. I think it is one of the best things in the world if you're a racing fan. But after this week, we come to a halt and we have a little break. But until then, how are you doing, sir? Doing well. Obviously, we spoke about your solo pod. Um, yeah, I well, wouldn't we, say I'm happy I missed the episode. It was definitely... You said you're happy. Yeah, but we like, haven't, I thought we about haven't it. Waxed. I'm like, at the end of the day, it, like there was nothing really for me to be upset about. Like It is what it is. Lewis, I, I don't agree with how Lewis reacted in real time. I thought he was being a little bit of a baby, but... Would you all, have said that on the pod, though, right after the reaction? That's the real question, though. I mean... <laughs> That, we can say what ifs all we want all day, but the reality is it was um, a great, great showing for George, number two, solid points for Mercedes. They're what, less than 20 points away from Ferrari. So yeah, I'm good. And Ferrari continues to make mistakes. So I'm not, I'm kind of happy. Yeah. So not that I want Mercedes to be second, but they're going to be probably second. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I think that a lot of tracks moving forward may be Ferrari favored. Um, there's a couple of different things we can talk about Ferrari, but I want you to tell the listeners what was actually going through your mind when, you know, Lewis had to restart and George Pitt. Like, were you mad at George in the moment? I wasn't. I was shocked that they didn't put Lewis on the softs. And I, and I get the whole track position, but you ain't got, what's track position when you're just going to get passed anyways? Yeah, okay. Because I like, Twitter was a nasty place towards George calling him a bad teammate. Everyone was going off on George. I was happy that George did it. And it was a great read by George. Yeah, no, I think it was a great call by George. So it was really, really good. I enjoyed the race. Um, this week, we're headed to Monza. Probably the most second legendary track of all time after Silverstone, I would say. The Temple of Speed. It's pretty much flat out almost the entire track. Yeah, it's flat out. You have really some, two slow corners. And then you got a bunch of you got two high-speed corners you go around. It's basically like a big oval with two indents into it. But even that, uh, the second indent or whatever you want to call it, the bend, that's actually still pretty fast. You can hit that pretty fast. That's where the G's on this track are not friendly. Yeah, like that first corner you hit where all that chaos happens, that's really slow. Like I can only speak from racing, simulation racing online, but that corner is really slow. But the other one's still pretty like it's a mid-speed corner. It's still a lot of fun to go through. Um, so yeah, Monza. So I want to get in Ferrari first. It's no secret you're not a Ferrari fan. Legacy fan, maybe, but today, no. So I've read a couple interesting things that they've dulled down their engine since they've had issues. So like Austria, they dulled down their engine modes. And even before that, they dulled down their engine modes. So it's been like three consecutive dulling downs because of reliability. It kind of explains how they looked a lot better at the beginning of the year and Red Bull starting to kind of make up that difference. But what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it makes sense that they're trying to... <laughs> figure out their reliability issues. I just think that they made a fast car and everything else they've done, not necessarily car specific, but just team specific has been bad. Like I wouldn't say their car is that unreliable. No, but we're not talking about their team situation. I'm talking about purely about their end. Yeah. I mean, you're, Rumors but if you're coming out that their engines are being dulled down. And that's why the Mercedes that. looks not faster than them, but the gap to Mercedes has kind of closened because they're dulling down their engine. Yeah, see, I think that's a fair statement. Um, we talked about this on another part, and I sent you the, the, the YouTube videos that the difference of Ferrari to Mercedes, in my opinion, though, is Ferrari's in a better spot because the, the one thing, there's a couple things you can improve, but the one thing you can improve on engines is reliability because engines are locked into 2026. And I sent you that video. I don't know if you watched it. But that is a smart gamble that Ferrari took is that 
you know, they may not win it this year, but if they have a really good engine, a fast engine. Yeah, they're engine, locked in. They they know they what they have. Now it's just about figuring out how to use that. And make it more reliable. So I think that's the benefit of it. I will say that, I won't say that Mercedes doesn't have a fast power unit. Shout out to Ricky. I was talking to Ricky about it. He made a very valid point. Well, Williams is flying down a straight, right? So there's clearly, I don't think it's engine. It might be the design of the car. Maybe Williams might have too much downforce in the car. We, we, we I mean, Toto joked things. about it. I'm not sure if you saw his comments, but he said maybe Formanza will just take off the whole rear wing. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see what happens. But my whole thing is like, you know, we don't know why Williams' car is so fast down a straight. Maybe they just have so much downforce in their package. Those are so much different things. They have a little drag. But it's very interesting to see, like, when you think of F1 as a whole, there's so much chess pieces moving, and we can never fully understand unless you have all the data. So it's like, as much as me and you can be educated and we can make educated opinions, we don't know exactly what's going on because we don't know exactly what's under the hood. We don't know the data and we don't know what settings they put on and all those different things. I feel like if Mercedes was running their traditional design with this engine, it'd be a completely different season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know that though, right? And I think it's a fair statement. I don't, I'm not mad at it. They've committed to it. I've accepted it, but we there that's been the whole thing it's not the engine it's trying to unlock the aerodynamics of this car but i also think that too that they've kind of found a sweet spot with the car but the car is really good at low and mid-speed corners like it's not really good down straights and that why is that that's where they struggle because um they're losing downforce down the straight but that's my point is like can this car actually unlock the straights right like that's to a hard be question. determined the verdicts the you know the jury, sorry, not the verdict. The jury's still out on the that. The thing bro. is, I would say is, you know, I saw a stat that Mercedes was eight kilometers slower down the straight than Red Bull. And, you know, people don't think that's a lot of speed, but that's a lot of speed when you're talking about 70 laps, right? Yeah, if exactly. you get actually eight kilometers, like that makes up for a difference. And the Red Bull just looked like it was on, on, on skates the whole time, right? Like that car looks like it's just on skates. But back to what we're saying, I think it's very interesting how Ferrari's turned down their, their engine modes. I think that is... Very interesting. It does speak to quite a bit on why Red Bull has so much more pace in them now, if that is the fact. Because since Austria, we feel like Red Bull's been going up and uh, they've been declining. Because I said that Ferrari has the best car going into Austria or the race before. And then after we come out of Austria, I'm like, no, Red Bull has the best car. So now that you're kind of hearing these things, it kind of all adds up on why Ferrari kind of yeah, feels like it's declining. The, you start to put the puzzle pieces together and it makes sense, right? And that was the one the car went on fire with Carlos Sainz. So, like, it makes sense. We don't know if it's true. So, we're, I'm speaking off basically what I think and, and logical deduction. But interesting to say. What happened to <laughs> the pictures that surfaced yesterday? The yellow shirts? No, Ferrari's uh, truck catching fire. Oh, I mean, that's a whole different conversation, man. But it's just like when it rains, it pours. Because not that that has anything to do with racing, but it's just... The, the they go back to their home race, too, and their car goes on fire. It's, like, just it's just bad. Yeah, did you see their yellow their yellow kits? Yeah, I did. People are hating on them. I don't mind them. I like them. them. They're not bad at all. I mean, I wouldn't want to see Carlos and Charles pull up to a race in a full yellow suit, like in a full race suit. But I think it's black for them, which is, I think that's really nice. A full black with a little bit of red on it. Yeah. I do think Ferrari, like I said earlier, at the beginning of this year, has the best looking car and style for this year. Like their car. And you know what? Next year, if they pull up the same thing, I think it'll be boring because it was like a refresh. That yeah. nice new red. But I think next uh, this year it's really fresh. But next year it'll be boring if they don't change that. Um, let's talk about the circuit. Temple of Speed. How excited are you for that? this? It's going to be a fast, fast 
uh, circuit. I don't know how excited I am just because Mercedes I know has how no shot. going to struggle. But, you know, it's racing. So much can happen. I think that drivers are going to struggle with the gravity. Like, there's going to be mistakes. We've had pretty clean races of late, man. I, I See, I have an issue with that, right? And not because you're not wrong. Not, you're not wrong or you, you are wrong. But this is not a hard circuit to drive. It's just fast. Like yeah, if there which was means that lines, you got to be like, you know, every single track you got to be on every lap, right? One split second and you're into the wall. But there's long straights here that give you a break. Also, keep this in mind. This is the third straight weekend. But this is, but there's a Guys lot. Guys are of, tired. But there's a lot of long straights, right? Agreed. Like you can relax on the long straights. It's like, it's not a hard circuit to drive like Jadal where there's a lot of winds and bends. Like that, that is a difference. I get where you're coming from. If it was Jadal or something like that, I would agree with you. Or Miami, where it is a fast circuit, but it's got a lot of bends. But Monza's like literally straight, a bend, and a high-speed corner. Like, I think... Um, that's just my opinion I think it. I'm just accounting for the fact that people are tired. It's three straight weeks. It's extremely fast. We've had relatively clean racing. So are we going to see an incident? Maybe. I think, you, I think you're also underestimating being a professional. Like, I think if it was at the amateur level, I think I would agree with you, but... These guys are pros, right? So I think that, you know, there might be one or two, I mean, but I don't you, you think You can it's never be- count out Nicholas Latifi in that. But think about this, right? You've got that. You, you, when I say relatively clean racing, I'm really focusing in on lap one. That run into that first corner is a 90 degree angle. It's very little space. Yeah, I agree with that. I think there's going to be an incident. I think there'll be an incident too, but my thing is, that we saw how much Mercedes struggled in uh, Spa, I think the same struggles will happen. Yeah, I'm not talking about Mercedes right now. I'm talking about there's going to be an accident into turn one. Yeah, there could be. I thought you were saying like, oh, but anything can happen so my team has a chance. Because you first said it's going to be a bad weekend, but it is the third and these things will happen. So my thing is, I don't think whatever we do, if we're not picking Max Verstappen on this podcast to win, I think it's absolutely yeah, blast. The logical answer is Max is going to win this race. It's pretty, pretty easy. But that's if he gets out of turn one with no, with no drama. I mean, Nicholas Latifi can win if everybody gets to the turn well, one accident. Of course. I, I mean, mean, if we're using that logic. But anyways, I agree with you. It is the third race, so you will we'll expect people to be a little tired. Um, so who, who's getting to that accident then? What are you predicting? Well, this is where Lewis and Max crashed, right? Yes, but that's because Max was like on a little. And bit you of a know that that jump into turn one is not only an extreme right hand and then an immediate left, but it is so narrow. Yeah, I know that. So all I'm saying is the likeliness of there being an incident to turn one is high, and we haven't really had an we didn't incident, have an in, incident a while. in turn one last year. I know. I think I think drivers understand though coming out of that. Like you have to be a little bit more careful. I think they understand. I think Mons is that track where you know how tight it is and you have to make your way through to get out because, you know, here's the difference, right? We didn't see many people take a risk on the last two circuits because they're narrow and Mons is narrow. So I think drivers are smart enough to understand I have to play my time in the speed. If I have speed, I'll overtake there. And there's chances to overtake too, Kurt. So I don't think you have to be as risky. Yeah, like you should be conservative into that corner just because everyone's going to be. That's the flip side of the argument. It's like I because there's so much speed on the circuit, and there's overtaking potential, I don't think that we'll see that same recklessness that you may have seen in a different track where it's really hard to overtake, like a Hungary, where everybody's fighting for their position, right? So kind of my opinion on that. For sure. 
So you said it's obvious that Max is going to be a, the front runner, but where do you think Checo kind of falls in this? Because he's been, you know, pretty quiet of late. Um, Checo, easy too. I, th- I don't think the circuit is that hard and that technical. You don't really have to ride your car too much, if that makes sense. It's just really fast. Like, there's obviously technical of driving, but I don't think any, I think any driver on this grid has the technical skills to drive this course. And Red Bull's car is going to have so much of an advantage that I think that they will do this. But I will say this, on the flip side, I think Ferrari will absolutely turn their engine up this for Monza. It's Monza. It's their home race. So How I much value do, do you put under Bonato saying that they, they want expect to, win, to win in Monza? So I expect them to turn their engine all the way up. And there might be reliability issues, but I think winning in Monza is more important than winning anywhere else. It's your Ferrari. fan base. So I expect Ferrari to be very competitive as well on this track, purely because they're going to turn up their engine mode. I could be wrong, but that's kind of my logical deduction. When's the last time we had a Red Bull 1-2? Uh, not too long ago. When yeah, Lewis we had, had a perfect podium. weekend. Was that Spa? Spa. It was Spa, yeah. It was Spa. So it's going to be interesting now. Does Ferrari bounce back? Do they win the race? Like their home crowd. I the pressure that comes them, with that. I expect one of them be on the front row. or be. If be they have a shitty weekend, do we see the Tafasi booing them? I feel like Ferrari fans don't ever turn. Yeah, I don't know. It's a hard one. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't think they boo them. I mean, it's hard to boo in racing. When do you boo in racing? Yeah, I mean... That's the whole point. It's like, when do you actually boo in racing? You don't have a missed shot. It's either you go into the wall or you drive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I find it hard, but I expect them to have the full support of the Tufasi. It's going to be wild. Like, I actually expect this to be a bad event. I expect there to be like... You know how we spoke about Barcelona where there's not enough water and there's just too much people and it was packed and wild? I expect... Some sort of drama like that around the event by the end of it. I really do. I'm I'm 100% down for that. I think that's going to happen. Do you th- so talking about my team? Is it just a like does George finish in the top 5? No. Actually, mm-hmm. yes. You've been calling for it for no, a while. No, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes because Ferrari's going to have a reliability issue. They're going to turn up their engines all the way. It's going to be hot in Monza, I think. I don't know but typically it is hot at this time of the year in Italy. It's still like 30 degrees. Oh, it's going to be hot. So I'm going to say yes, because Ferrari has a reliability issue. That, that, that is what I'm going off the merit, is that they would definitely will have some kind of issue with their engine. Um, we didn't even talk about this, but how, like, didn't Bottas have an issue with his engine last race? Yeah, I mean, he, he had the issue. Another Ferrari-powered unit? Yeah, Valtteri... I feel like Valtteri's had so many issues of late, but yeah, he had the engine. He had the engine issue. Another Ferrari powered unit. Yeah, Ferrari's been. It's we were so everyone was so excited about them heading into the year. They started great. All the Ferraris started great, including the Haas, and it's just gone down. Yeah, I know that Gunther issued a statement about pit mistakes because of Schumacher and uh, Magnussen last last race, but it is what it is. But you know, we're just gonna have a Ferrari issue again. I wouldn't be surprised if three out of the six Ferrari power units have an issue this race. I'm calling that. Like, that's just what it comes down to. They also haven't done the engine swap in a little bit. So their engines are a little older. So I kind of feel that. But weather's calling for 30 degrees. So you're looking at 45 degrees track temps. Like, it's going to be hot. Oh, yes. And plus humidity. I want to talk to you about this. What do you think about Ferrari's tire deck? Because 
they obviously had ridiculous tire deck in Spa. Their tire deck was high last race. And you heard that over the year that they had bad tire deck to begin with. But I think around Australia or I want to say, no, more Silverstone, where they said, we think we figured out our tire deck. And you remember we had this conversation, right? Where Bonato's like, and Charles like, we figured out our tire deck. But it doesn't seem like they have. I don't think they have. There's an issue with it. And I think that's going to be, I think that might be a, a playing factor in today's, I mean, this weekend's race. This is where Mercedes got so many of these other things right. Tire deg, they've had great, you know, I, I, maybe not great strategy, good strategy, decent pits. They definitely didn't have great strategy because of last week. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting because the, the thing that they got wrong is. Their pits have been okay. They haven't been great. At the beginning of the year, their pits were awful. We were hitting like 3.5 when like. Most teams were because they were adjusting to these big tires. And if we go back and check the tapes, they would be at like 2.8 while Mercedes at like 3.5 or 3.2. Like they were a little bit behind the curve. I, I remember that for a fact. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the data in front of me, but I, I think that's correct. Um, so yeah, overall, this is where. I think Mercedes has got so many other things right, but the most important being. But, but that one has a part pace. to do with it, though, right? Like their car being lighter on their tires has a part to do with the design, which is hard to make it fa- a fast car. So it's like all those things compound. I will say this I expect Mercedes to at least be competitive at somewhere like Singapore, right? Um, but Singapore is a street circuit, so you got to ri- lift your ride height a little bit. So that is the hard part. I don't expect them to be competitive this race. I really do want to at least see them, one of them in the top four though. Like you had the debate with me and I'm on your side on it now. Lewis should be able to beat Carlos. I expect that from Lewis. You did sell me on that. So if he can't beat Carlos in a similar place car, and I'm not saying they will be similar place. Well, if if, they turn all their engine modes up. No, I'm saying if we walk into qualifying and it's close, I expect Lewis to be in in the top four, if that makes sense with you. Yeah. If it's not close in qualifying, then I don't expect that. Depends on where Ferrari has their engine mode. But if their engine mode is what it was last week, I expect them to be competitive with Ferrari. At least one of them in the top four. So you have one Mercedes driver in the top five? Depends on what Ferrari does. Yeah. It, I, I mean, I do have Lewis or George in top five. I have one Mercedes in top five. But I'm saying I expect a one-two, like basically all the Red Bulls and Ferraris to finish in the top four if they turn up their engine modes. If, if they don't, then I expect the Mercedes to maybe on, be on the podium. Yeah, well… No shot in hell, though, to win. Like, they're going to be yeah. 30 to 40 seconds behind Red Bull. The chances of Mercedes getting a win this year just continue that that window keeps on closing, and it's extremely sad um, because... You guys have a real shot at Singapore. Yeah, like I mean, after this, Singapore. we could talk about it at the end, but we're going to Singapore and Japan. First time we return to Asia. Japan's not a bad circuit for you guys Since uh, pre-COVID. Yeah, Japan's so. not a bad circuit for, uh, circuit for you guys, too. I will say this, though. Brazil... I wish like Lewis could win in Brazil, but it's very unlikely this year. That's a very fast race. Yeah, I mean, Mercedes is still trying to unlock this car. Yeah. It's unlikely, but we'll see as it develops. We will see. Who do you got winning this race? Max Verstappen. I mean, you you can throw in circumstance. You think Max can DNF? I, I said there's a, a huge chance that there'll be an in- issue into turn one, but logist- like logically speaking, it's going to be Max one, Charles two, Chekhov three, Carlos four, Lewis five. That's my predictions. That's your predictions. So I got Max 1. I got Checo 2, Charles 3, Lewis 4, and Carlos 5. That, yeah. That's what I have. 
I mean, if Ferrari is turning up all their engine modes, the probability of both drivers finishing is not That's really the point high. Too. So, so we'll I, see. I automatically have Lewis four because I expect a Ferrari reliability issue, or I expect a disaster of a pit again because you know we talk about circumstances, but at this point, Kurt, Ferrari's issues are not a circumstance; they're a given. They have a goddamn issue every single race. So, I'm gonna say that Ferrari's gonna have an issue again this week. That's it. <laughs> It's a given now, right or wrong. It is a given. They've, it, their track record shows every week. It's a given. So we can no longer call a circumstance for Ferrari. When they have an issue, that's a given. We I'm with Nico Rosberg. There are teams in F2 and F3 that are better than them. Yeah. I mean, I don't watch enough of that to make a statement, but I'm not mad at that statement at And all. I know Benato is like calling out Rosberg, but the reality is, Benato, like your team has failed. Yeah. Failed. They failed Charles miserably. Like if they... Charles would be behind about 50 or 60 points right now and still have a chance at the, at the driver's championship if they didn't make all the mistakes at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Right? So, you know, those 32 points he talked about and then their car's just been abysmal. Like, not the right setups, pits, tire deg. So... And I also don't like how of all people, Bonato was one like a couple of races ago saying, oh yeah, we're going to win the next 10 races. Like... <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Even if Toto came out or, or Christians came out, I'd be like... That's the dumbest statement ever. I don't mind the confidence, but you must think to yourself, like, what in the world makes you think that you can win 10 races? Like, it's circumstances ludicrous. happen. It makes zero sense. Like, I never hear even during Mercedes dominance say Toto said he'd come on and win the next 10 races. You, just, you don't do that. Because especially it's when, racing. Especially in the situation that you're in. It's racing. Things happen. Your cars can just go to kaput, kaputs. All right? So, it is what it is. Anything else you want to cover before we sign nah, off? Nah, that's it. Um... Triple header, Temple of Speed. Should be a lot of fun. I have a sleeper this week. All right, let me hear it. Alpine. Yeah. They're fast. I can see that. And Williams. They both will be sleepers. So I do want to put that. We did not pick out our draggers also. So let's I think we see a Williams getting into Q3. Do you? I because think there's so too. many straights. Yeah. Who's your dragger? Are you picking Albon? I won't pick Albon. Um, I'll pick uh, Yuki this week. I think he has a bad... Anytime we pick Yuki, he has an abysmal I'm week. going with Yuki. You're jinxing Yuki. I'm going with your pick last week. Actually, no. They suck on these tracks. I was going to go with Lando. They suck. I'm going to continue going with my boy, my favorite driver on the grid, Valtteri Bottas. He's got, he's got to bounce back eventually. Wow. So that's it for us. We'll see you guys next week. Um, next sorry. week. A few days. We'll see you guys in a few days. We'll see you guys in two days. Qualifying race day. We're always here. Matt will make this work. We had a couple cuts because I forgot about our draggers and my predictions. I expect Alpine to be in the top six and qualifying for some odd reason, but we'll see you guys. All right, peace. <laughs>